Hello and welcome to this episode of Thrill of the Hill. My name is Alec Perry and this is the Farm Advisory Service series where we discuss the hot topics impacting the farmed upland environment. In today's episode of Thrill of the Hill, I'm joined by the CEO of AgriCalc, Scott Davies, and we discuss the launch of the new platform, AgriCalc 2. We cover the uptake of carbon auditing within farming, new functionality and features, and the validation process that underpins the credibility of carbon calculators. Hi there, Scott. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, Alex. Yeah, on this cold... Is it winter yet? Do we call it winter? I see it's Christmas. Uh, yeah, I, I still think we're in autumn, but there's no question that uh, the winter's fast approaching. Yeah, the, the the amount of Christmas ads I've seen tells me that I should have a tree up allegedly, but I'm not doing it. Uh, well, once you get past Halloween, it's all Christmas all the time. <laughs> so they tell me Scott thanks uh, thanks so much for coming on through all the hell today um, really uh, grateful to, to have you on I know you're a busy man you've got a lot of things on your plate can you just give us an introduction as to who who you are and how you came to be involved with AgriCalc and uh, some of the work that you've been doing uh, to date yeah sure um, yeah thanks for having me involved Alex um, great to be on this um, my name's Scott Davis I'm the CEO for AgriCalc uh, I joined AgriCalc actually uh, January this year so people listening to this will know that AgriCalc has been going for many many years uh, depending on who you talk to 15 could be 10 <laughs> but many many years and I think uh People will know AgriCalc as the um, carbon calculator um, that really does lead the way in the UK. But um, we are more than just a carbon calculator. We are, or we like to position ourselves as saying we're a resource efficiencies calculator. So we like to try and help support farmers in the industry by looking at ways in which they're measuring emissions, uh, their carbon footprint. Uh, in such a way that they can benefit from savings, um, you know, make more out of the business than just having a metric that says, I'm reducing my carbon footprint. This is about creating an efficient operation where savings uh, and benefits to the business are the key priority. Uh, and the benefit of doing that will, in effect, reduce carbon emissions and reduce greenhouse gases. So, um, you know, the take on that is we are a calculator. Um, we are cloud-based now. Um, and I joined the business, uh, as I say, earlier this year because the whole idea of um, AgriCalc has very much been part of SAC um, and has been there for many years being used as, a, as, as the tool I described. Um, but what we really wanted to do is spin that out as an independent limited business so we could invest in its future and really grow the tool to where it is now and, and where we're going to be in the future to, to give the benefits to everybody. So I came across the business um, with a background in, in, in software and, and B2B2C environments and really saw it as a great opportunity to hopefully lead a business to where it needs to go to support the uh, environment, support farming. And you know what? It's uh, probably the first time in my life that you can get up 
and actually look at yourself and say, hey, what I do isn't just a great business, but it's it's really worthwhile. You know, you're making a difference in, in the world. So that's what attracted me to, to AgriCalc. Brilliant. No, that's great. And just on the impact that AgriCalc is having, Scott, AgriCalc has been working away in the background of a lot of the farm advisory service um, activities for, for the last couple of years. I was just wondering, do you have any kind of reflections on the kind of activities that the calculator has been used for in the past and, and where do you think it's going? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's interesting because whilst we've been doing this for, for many years, I think the industry is really starting to get into its stride in terms of the importance of measuring. And, and for me, this is what it's all about. It's, it's pointless talking about sustainability, climate change, and, and, and even making what you think are changes to your operation. But unless you measure, what do you know? You know, so it doesn't matter if you think you are not doing a great job in, in terms of reducing your emissions or, or you think you're a high output, you know, now's the time to measure. So everything that you can implement can be looked at. You can see your reductions, you can see the benefits and you can improve the business. So, um, you know, looking at what AgriCalc has done, we're already seeing people who have um, got in early, shall we say, and have been doing annual or biannual um, audits. I say audits. I, I do hate the word audit. I, I'd like to refrain from saying audit because this is something that is, a, you know, it's, it's about having something that's a useful tool, as I explained earlier. But I think with the things like the farm advisory service, this has been let's have a look and let's do an audit on, on, on a farm. And historically, we are seeing people that have, have done this, really seeing benefits, not just in terms of, you know, getting a number, which may be reflective on demands from um, banks or financing, or perhaps coming down from retailers or people that are, are, are buying from you that may be saying, look, we need this information. But it's really helping people look at their business and say, do you know what? I've, I've just done things like this for years. You know, maybe my, my, my father or my mother did it or their grandparents did it. And I haven't really changed what I've done because it's worked. You know, I'm happy the farm is working. It, it's worked. And I think what's really exciting with AgriCalc is the fact that people are starting to look at this and say, it's really made me think about what I do, normally I just press the purchase button on my feed or, you know, when it comes to fertilizers and things like that, because we've always done it and it's fine. But actually, when I start to put the metrics into a calculator and think about it, it's making me think, why do I do that? And, and that's the whole fantastic thing about AgriCalc for me is Again, it's not just the calculator side of things. It's putting information in that makes you say, okay, well, that, that's what I, uh, I need to think about. I'm putting that in. But also in the fact that when you start to benchmark, and that's another important thing with AgriCalc, you're benchmarking yourself, not just against, shall we say, the powers of the B who will say you have to do a carbon audit or something like that, but when you start to look at your results against similar operations, like-minded farmers, 
um, you know, you can actually see where you sit in the top or bottom percentile of operations around the UK or your specific enterprises. So how does my beef enterprise marry its numbers with other operations that are similar to mine? It means you can actually look at those numbers and go, well, maybe I am doing something just because I've done it that way and I need to change. And I think looking at some of the um, case studies that we've done, that's that's one of the common things that come out. Um, and I really recommend if people can go and have a look at uh, our insights and uh, our um, case studies page on, on agricalc.com. There's some great stories on there. And, uh, and one of them, you, you asked, you know, can I name some, but, uh, uh, Edinvale Farm, um, you know, it's a great example of looking at beef farming and how to get to a carbon neutral position. You know, they, they, they've already looked at the last, you know, well, since 2007, that's been their focus, right, to, to find a carbon neutral way of, of beef farming. Um, but they're already citing things like a reduction from, um, I think it's 51 kilograms of CO2 per kilogram down to 27. Um, and as part of that story, you know, they, they are some of the people that say to us, yeah, but this has all also got us to the point of looking at these numbers. It's so much more to us than getting our, you know, our, our carbon audit or, or our carbon numbers. It's so much more than that. We are now getting our heads around these numbers and making decisions on things like weights, you know, well, why, why, why are, why are our weights at this level? Is that too heavy? Do, does that mean we reduce feed? Um, you know, what are we doing in terms of the fertilizer use and silage and things like that? And, and looking at the numbers and the output and the benchmarking really, really helps their business. And, it, and it's, it's great with stories like that where they can actually turn around and say, that's really helped my operation. And, and those are the stories we like to hear. You know, it, it really helps my operation, which really means they're saving money, um, saving money or making more money. And, you know, that's tick, 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 right? I mean, for me, uptake in carbon audits has very much been driven by one of two things. Either you're genuinely really interested in the carbon story and you're really passionate about getting reduced emissions, or you see it as a tool to enhance the productivity of your business. Um, so I think it, it doesn't matter what your motivator is to get you on the train, if, if you like. Um, there's, there's something in it for everyone. Well, you're right. I think it's win-win, isn't it? I think historically, it's that word audit, I think. <laughs> I reference it again. But, you know, people think, oh, I'm being judged. You know, why am I doing this? Oh, this is your... But it's not that at all. It's you owning your own story. I have got control over everything I'm doing now. And I can also compare that. And it's, and it's benefiting me. Um, it, it's improving my operation. It's improving my margins. You know, this is great. And for me, the weird thing, although we are positioned as the, you know, a carbon calculator and emissions calculator, actually, if you flip it on its head and say, how can I improve my business? And the byproduct is I've got a handle over my carbon story. 
well, that is the win-win because you're getting that bit that you're getting pressure on whilst improving your operation, which I think is superb. Scott, for a lot of farmers and crofters in Scotland, their first experience of AgriCalc will have been as part of the beef efficiency scheme in the mid-2010s. Moving on from from that story, I mean, where do you think we are in terms of uptake of carbon auditing across the country? And particularly for the beef and sheep sectors, this is thrill of the hill after all. You know, we're primarily interested in people who are farming in the uplands. Um. I think the uptake is st- certainly starting to grow. I think this is the period of time, maybe because of news or you know more more media coverage on focus of um, carbon footprinting. Um, but I think as we're doing more case studies and we can see more results, uh, and another case study with the Arc Zero project over in Northern Ireland, you know where they are, you know forensically proving you know what we're what we're showing in terms of you can improve the, your your farming methodologies to get to a you know potentially carbon uh, zero position um, I think people are people's uptake is getting more and more um, widespread I mean our our data at the moment whilst we've been primarily looking at Scottish farming and, and, and beef and sheep, of course. Um, when we look at the metrics, we've got a really nice spread across the whole UK. You know, that's not just saying, uh, um, you know, one particular enterprise. It's across everything, upland, lowland, uh, livestock, arable. And when we actually start to dig into that, and, it, in a, and, a, and I think I can say hand on heart, it's the biggest database of 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 you know, this kind of data, um, you can really get a sense of what that's doing across the UK. You can get a sense of regionalizing it in your own area, whether you're you're, you're focused in uh, a particular region. Um, Yeah, so the data has been really positive in that actually we can say, yeah, focused in Scotland, we've come out of Scotland, but across the UK now, we have a really, really good even spread of, of farmers getting involved. And I think that will grow as other industry motivate. You know, this isn't just the responsibility of farmers, but I think if the retailers, the financier or financiers, or let's call them banks, it can get on board, um, you know, down through to the processes, the brands, and actually realize you know, we've got to support British farming. You know, we've got to help them look at these numbers. And if in turn that helps improve their efficiencies and make savings and creates a better product and, as I say, is a, is a spin out of it, it reduces carbon footprint and emissions, then everybody's a winner. So, yeah, it's, it's really, really becoming part of day-to-day life. And I think that's the other important thing, Alex, is, you know, rather than be concerned over why am I doing this, this is going to be one of those things that becomes just the natural thing in in terms of of farming. It's going to have to be there. You know, it's a bit like health and safety. It it has to be part of, of farming. But let's make it easy, you know, and let's make it, 
beneficial. And I think if we can tick those boxes, then everybody's on a win. And I think that's part of where we're taking the platform with the, the launch of AgriCount Cloud, um, which is the next step of, of what people have been using in AgriCount, um, is about that. It's, you know, it's making it easier. It's about bringing in, you know, relevant metrics into the system. So it can be, you know, that point of, of contact for doing these things where, you know you can rest assured that you're getting you know the right data the right information and the future is evolving you know it's about bringing in new modules new scientific knowledge to make sure that we are leading the way in, and giving the right numbers to everyone so i really want to talk to you about AgriCalc 2 or AgriCalc Cloud um, but you've just touched on something really interesting there and i think it's worth reiterating that AgriCalc is science-based. Uh, am I correct in thinking that that's still very much at the core of what you guys are doing? Yeah, I, I, it underpins everything, you know, and I think that's the important thing people need to consider when they are deciding whether they should use a carbon calculator or an emissions calculator is, you know, what's the background of that provider? Uh, AgriCalc, you know, coming out of... SRUC and, and SACC, you know, we were intrinsically linked to the scientific knowledge to, to give birth to AgriCalc. And that's going to lead the way for everything we do in the future. You know, we have our science and research teams. We have our connection back to the academic side of things to keep things up to date. We have our science advisory board to make sure that we're doing that. And the key thing, Alex, is we, you know, we want to do this for the right reason. We are not somebody that's backed by a corporation that's trying to sell, you know, certain fertilizers or certain feeds or other products or make their product look better. You know, we are independent. And I think that's always important when making a choice. It's independence. It's making sure that we are, they are backed by scientific knowledge. You know, how many people out there uh, are, are talking about, you know, the, the, the different tiers, tier one through to three, you know, what's the level of detail you can have? And there's certain areas that we want to achieve, we want to get to tier three in certain um, certain areas, but there isn't the scientific backing or knowledge. So we don't pretend to say that there is an answer. And I know that certain people will. You know, there's certain people who are focused on, shall we sell, say, selling carbon credits. Well, their metrics will be very different to ours because, hey, what's their end result? They want to try and get you trading those credits. But, you know, I think a lot of this is about, you know, making sure that you're using your carbon and insetting that to improve your operation. Um, so, yeah, the science part of AgriCalc is key. And our, our roadmap for development is pushed by our own scientific knowledge, changes in science, scientific knowledge. So um, you'll see AgriCalc introduced um, AR5 into um, our calculations, and that's part of working with uh, the, the new evolution. Um, so looking at uh, IPCC, uh, for instance, 
that is an important evolution of our science knowledge and, and we will introduce uh, that to it. But we're also driven by our uh, our partners, our users, our farmers. You know, what do they want to see? What do they want measured? How do they want to look at that data? So it's, it's two-pronged. We know there are things that we need to introduce, but we're also inviting people who use the platform to say, we would also like to see these changes as well. So very important for us. You mentioned AR5 there, Scott. I was just wondering, could you explain that for the listeners? Oh, well, at that point, I would normally say I'll hand over to Rachel as our, our head of science, as uh, she's she's more on the ball for that. Um, but uh, AR5, yeah, so... Um, we use uh, coefficients from the IPCC's, um, the way they call it, the IPCC's fifth assessment report. Um, and AR5 is, uh, um, the, as it says, the fifth, um, the fifth assessment report. So in terms of how we're using that previously, AR4, um, those values need to be changed and um updated so this report has um uh, uh has been introduced uh we've updated all our coefficients in there um and that improves uh agricalc's uh reporting metrics within the system as i say if you want to get into the deep deep dive of um all the the elements within those coefficients probably at this point worth handing over to rachel Brilliant. No, I won't. Uh, I won't force the issue. We uh, we may very well have Rachel on, and and you may very well be aware that we've had Rachel Ramsey on the podcast before to discuss soil uh, carbon and the soil carbon module. So it was a great discussion. I would encourage people to jump back in and listen to it if they get the chance, and and if we're lucky enough to get Rachel back, then then great. Moving on, Scott, to to AgriCalc Cloud or AgriCalc 2. Um, this is obviously a, a very exciting development. Could you just give us an idea of what moving to the cloud means for the AgriCalc team, but also what it means for the everyday users? Yeah, I think two things really. Uh, AgriCalc as it's existing uh, as an existing tool has been fantastic and like any great tool you keep building on it and improving it and uh, sometimes you can build and you can see that you know maybe you want to grow it in a way that it needs to be more scalable and sometimes you look at your software and say that needs to change so the point of moving to the version two as you say uh, which we are calling AgriCout Cloud um, is that we're moving into a cloud environment. That means that we can be very scalable. So as more and more people come onto the system and input their data, we need to be able to scale the infrastructure to be able to cope with the demands of, of people coming on. It, it also gave us an opportunity to take a step back and rebuild AgriCalc from the ground up to say, what do we want it to do? Where can we see the constraints of the old platform where we want to build new modules into it? Um, 
how can we improve the interface? How can we make it easier for people to put in their data? So there's been a lot of questions that we've asked and a lot of information that we've had fed in to say, what would the perfect version of AgriCalc look like if we were to rebuild it? And and that's kind of the start of what we want. We, we've also created our own Pandora's box in a way in, in that we've built this brand new platform and I'll go through some of the elements of it in a minute. But you know, we also can see things that we want to add into it now, you know, and it's that kid in a candy store kind of thing. I want that, I want that, I want that. So we've got a really long roadmap of, of things that will come onto the platform. And again, building it in the correct way enables us to do that more efficiently. One of the things that people will see, you know, there's a brand new online interface, you know, you can have that open on the field if you if you want um but you can go into that and start entering your your data in a way that there are a few things happening one the efficient sort of look and the way in which it it takes the data in makes it easier to fill in you know it, it greatly speeds up the time of of doing these these carbon assessments it also has a level of intelligence to it um, and that intelligence is to understand some of the metrics that you will have put in as a farm owner. Um, and by that, I mean, you will have gone in and you would have entered certain criteria that we know then maybe the next question will have a range based on the size of the farm, the number of livestock, you know, all the key elements that you have put in at the start. So if the data goes in incorrectly or, or is importantly missed out in an area where it needs to be right, the system will flag that up. You know, so we're greatly reducing the risk of mistakes going in. The other thing is it's, again, a lot more scalable. So people will see these uh, much improved drop-down features so they can start to go into the drop down of, uh, of, of feeds or, or maybe manure use. You know, how are we actually moving manure across different areas of, of the operation? But even in the setup, you know, we're, we're making big progress um, in terms of features of, of, of um, breaking down the livestock. So previously we would have talked about uh, your, your beef herd full stop. Well, the reality is a lot of people have all sorts of different herds, you know, or multiple herds. So the new system allows you to say, well, I want to start putting in information about my, my beef. Uh, how many different groups do you have? What type of, you know, beef enterprise is that? You know, um, what sort of system is that you know so we're talking you know finisher uh we're talking finisher plus per purchase but you might be putting that into a different area like spring carving uh, or finishing uh for dairy that kind of thing so you're actually breaking down your 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 herd details uh and then giving it a, a, a class as well and that doesn't just happen across beef it's, it's it's beef it's sheep it's dairy it's pigs it's poultry but also going into your uh combinable crops your your grazing you know maybe potatoes beef it, there's a, a lot more detailed breakdown for you to have a good grasp of of what you're doing the the other side of it 
of course, is is then the reporting. You know, um, it, it's one thing to get all this data in easy, but what about the reporting? So we've got these really nice color wheels that will give you a really good snapshot of this is what's going on across the whole farm. And I think this is another important thing, Alex, that people forget is, you know, there are certain people that will go out and say, hey, we've got a really good calculator for X, you know, this particular enterprise. And we say, well, it's very difficult or shall I say impossible to talk about a carbon footprint unless you're looking at the whole farm. If you want to look at the enterprise, that's fine, but you've got to get your whole farm data in and then cloud will be able to break that down into the specific enterprise verticals for you to look and do your benchmarking and comparison. So there's some really nice color wheels in there. There's some nice uh, uh, colorful charts and you can click on, let's do a comparison and very quickly see where, where the numbers stack up. But importantly then, and this is the funny bit, most people that you talk about go, I just want the simple data, right? Just show me a pretty, you know, chart that tells me what it is and a big number. Well, that's it. That's the report. As soon as they see that, they turn around and say, okay, I need the detail on that because I'm quite interested as to how that breaks down. And that, that's the next level. So you can just click a button and say, I've seen the charts. Now show me the table. And now I can see those actual numbers and I can see the comparison. And the system will say, look, this is a really high opportunity for you to reduce X. You know, and you can look at that. Not every farm is going to be the same. You know, we're not prescribing that this is what you have to do. But what we're saying is of all the farms that we've measured in your area or across the UK, this is where you sit. So it could be an opportunity to improve your business or make some savings. You need to have a look at that. Your operation might have I don't know, it constraints that stop you from doing it. So that's why we're not prescriptive and saying do this. But you very quickly see what your opportunity levels are for improving your operation. So as a new tool, you know, that's that's pretty exciting. And as I say, we've got a long roadmap of introducing uh other areas into this. So very quickly, people will see um, new additions. So they'll already see things like, uh, um, uh, well, there's a, there's a new API for a start. So for anybody who knows or has their data, they can use that. But they'll, they'll see things like there's nitrification uh, and inhibitors already in there as a, you know, a selectable option in there. Um, they'll also see things like agroforestry coming, peatland, um, and, and we will be doing these regular updates to the system. So these modules will come in and improve. And remember, your data's there. So it doesn't matter whether you've used the system in 2017 or yesterday. We store that data. You've got your reports. You can apply the new changes to your historic reports as well as your new reports. So you get a baseline that's always, you know, with you. You know exactly where you stand as the world improves and as science improves and as the data and information we get improved. You, you've got control over your, your operation. Do you know, Scott, I was just going to ask you there about what new features will be available with the move. Um, but I think in reality, you've just covered them. So um, 
I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot, and and we've got a lot of things that we want to see coming. You know, some of it are, are demands from, you know, I think we were talking on the call before about uh, things like GWP Star, how in version one, you know, we would use our knowledge on that and work with people to um, uh, do that. Of course, that then comes into um, AgriCount Cloud because we know that that's a demand that we want to have in the calculations. So all these new areas, um, you know, uh, uh, and as I say, demands that come in will go into our roadmap. We always say to anybody that's using AgriCalc, you know, have a look on the site, uh, have a look at the information. We very much share, you know, things that are coming up and are being released. But also we invite people to tell us, you know, we can be prescriptive, but we're not, on the farm, we're not farming day to day. We're not using those tools. We're not being told we need this information on the farm level. So we invite people to say, actually, this is what we want to see. You know, that's why we work across the wider food chain because people need different things from from you know farmer level. You know, actually working the, the livestock and the land through to you know, the processes going up through into the brands or the products going into the retail, the banks, you know, uh, even down to, you know, government as well. You know, there's always a slightly different take on what's important. And we, we, we listen to that. You know, we want to be the most used tool uh, and support the industry by listening to people. And I think that's the only, the only way to do it. And Scott, this is maybe a bit behind the curtain, if you like, but a lot of people will be interested. I mean, how are the carbon audits that are collected, the data's input, um, it's processed? But in terms of sense checking and validating, how is that process undertaken? And how can farmers have confidence that the data that they're looking at is correct when it comes to things like benchmarking? Yeah, that's a good, it's a good point. And I think it's another... Um, you know what? I always find it difficult saying how brilliant we are. <laughs> you know, nobody likes to boast, but this is another one of those feathers in our cap. Um, and I think this is important to give people confidence. Um, as I said earlier, you know, there's one thing in, in terms of we've got so many years of, you know, working with these complex calculations and they really are complex. Um, and so we've got the knowledge and the experience to bring that into the new system. The new system, as I mentioned earlier, without repeating myself too much, also does a lot of that sense checking. So, you know, if you've put in the wrong hectareage um, and you've put in the right, let's say, um, fertilizer, you know, those numbers might conflict to be able to say, well, those don't seem to stack up. So there's a bit of computer sense checking in what you're putting in will have you know the will will be the right sort of numbers within there but importantly everything that goes into agricow as part of putting your your farm in and having a look at your reporting you can also then select my report is ready for verification and what that does is it actually notifies one of the consultants to look at your report with human eyes. Uh, 
So you've got somebody at the other end of the, the computer, as it were, actually looking at that reporting, giving it a, a look over to make sure there aren't any glaring mistakes. There's nothing standing out, you know, lighting up like the uh, the Christmas tree that people are starting to put up at the moment. You know, it's it's actually giving it a sense check so that people know, I, I you know, to the best of their knowledge, and to the best of our knowledge, that that information is correct. And, it, and it's a point that's important to us moving forward. You know, we're, we're starting to talk to partners about how we can bring in different technologies to automate um, some of this information. So if we can use satellite information to actually look at um, your farm, we can do certain calculations for you. So you don't then have to go trawling for numbers if this is the first time you've done it. Um, also, you know, thinking about things like uh, introduction of AI technologies to, again, help look at the statistical knowledge of, of the numbers and the data going in based on farm metrics, where we can say, to a, to a certain extent, all of that is correct. But if there's something that doesn't look quite right or it's with that, you know, out of a certain range, that will flag up. And again, you know, it goes to a real set of eyes, somebody with experience that can look at it and go, okay, that looks a bit odd. We need to contact the endpoint. We need to contact the farmer or the consultant or whoever's managing AgriCalc and just check with them that that makes sense. And uh, Scott, you've mentioned a couple of case studies that you've been involved in or that AgriCalc has been involved in. Um, and I was going to, to ask you about a particular business where you feel there's been a big carbon win. Um, but uh, I wonder if you could just expand on that a little bit. But then also, AgriCalc does not stop once the, the carbon audit is, is submitted. I mean, what other work are you guys involved in? Well, I think this is about, in a, in a weird way, this is about life, isn't it? This is about farming life. Um, and as we said earlier on the call, this is about uh, how do we change the way in, in, in which the royal we, you know, every, everybody listening to this, is working. Our aim is to be a tool that supports the efficiency of farming. You know, so you can stay on top of um, best practices, efficiencies, your emissions. And so I think whilst we're seeing some of these exciting stories, so, you know, as I said, the, the Arc Zero uh, project in, in Northern Ireland, you know, uh, have a read of the uh, uh, Edinvale um, uh, beef farm, you know, looking at how they're seeing the reduction of um of carbon across uh, their livestock and and how they've looked at numbers to, to help them make um, uh, decisions that they've made in, in terms of improving their efficiencies. Um, and, and actually, a, a lot of the, the stories on there, you know, these have all been done under certain schemes. So it, we talked about the, the, um, the farm uh, efficiency schemes. We talked about uh, about other projects that have been going on and or government supported or they've either been retailer supported or, or um, producer supported but wherever these stories are coming whether they're individual or group projects at the moment they have been looked at as a project 
but this is about the long-term view. Um, what we know is that on a regular basis, AgriCalc can help you keep that operation working as efficiently as possible within the constraints that we have. Um, so whether that's looking at some of the uh, energy and waste, and I was going to reference uh, one of the case studies, uh, looking at the, the benefits of, of their, their machinery, you know, they can actually start to say, well, why, you know, why is my diesel use, why is my energy use, you know, so high against my farm when I can see that other farms like mine aren't there? Well, actually, it turned out, you know, that there was a lot of old machinery that just wasn't up to scratch. And it, it, it you know, it was causing more, you know, uh, operational problems than than they realized, not just in fuel use, but, um, you know, repairs, you know, what type of machinery they're using, you know, the length of time it's making, the efficiencies of the machine, which all add up. All these little things add up. And I think that's the important thing about AgriCag. If we can be there to support what's going on, you can start to look at all these little things that we're showing the data on that will make a big difference over time. So this is not about let's do a couple of case studies and go, well, that was great. You know, last year or the last three years, we've seen something happen and that was great. Thank you. Goodbye. Game over. <laughs> you know, this is about, well, okay, that's the start of things. And if that can help the business, I know that's a bit of me repeating myself again, and I do apologize, but if it can help the business and you are seeing the benefits of doing that, this is a long term, this is a lifetime type thing. And, and, you know, this is why we don't make it a big, you know, I'll be honest, it's, it's, it's not a big cost. You know, we make this as affordable as possible because we want this to be part of your, uh, your, your ammunition in your, in your pocket. It's part of, you know, having an efficient tractor, having an efficient, you know, milking system. It's having an efficient calculator that can help you, you know, keep everything running as best it can. So, you know, we're here for the long term, you know, um, and whilst everybody's buzzing around carbon footprint as a, you know, inverted commas topic today, whenever tomorrow is, you know, that may not be the topic, but AgriCalc will be there with the information to focus on that, you know, uh, uh, and that's why we're looking much wider than just saying, uh, that's a carbon footprint. No, it's a lot more and it will grow and it will extend. And that's where we're trying to, to be the supportive software in the future. And actually, Scott, you know, I, I maybe should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast. I know we're, we're running a bit long here, but uh, I mean, we've been we, we've been carbon auditing um, at home. We have a, a dairy farm at, at home. We've been carbon auditing for six years now. And I think, you know, originally the family was a bit apprehensive about it, you know, a bit unsure about what the whole carbon auditing thing was about. Um, but but actually six years in, it is having that annual recurring process where you can track the progress that you've made. I mean, there are some businesses out there who have done one carbon audit and will think, oh, well, that's me done now. Um, it is about that journey. Well, I think so. And I think that's probably where there's been a lot of people who have first come onto this. They've been told you have to do it or here's some money, do it. And they get a report and they put it in a drawer. 
and you know that's that's fine but when they realize the benefits of how this can in, improve things then hopefully it becomes more of an annual recurring experience as, as you've experienced you know and um, clearly you see the benefits from doing it rather than just well it was a check or i had to do it because the bank told me to you know um and i think that's where it's got to be it's just got to be the staple part of of farming life Scott, that's uh, that's brilliant. I, I just wanted to to bring the podcast to a bit of a close. But uh, how do people get in touch with you and the team at AgriCalc? Well, um, first port of call would be the website AgriCalc, um, which I should say, because people go, well, why is it not spelt with an I? You know, the, the, so in, in terms of people who don't don't know, is it's a-G-R-E-C-A-L-C, AgriCalc, um, because that was the title of, of what the name was all about. It was an agricultural resources calculator, so AgriCalc. Um, not a lot of people know that. Um, so, yeah, AgriCalc.com. Uh, they can also ping us an email at uh, info at AgriCalc.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, there'll be somebody on hand to, to come and help just Google us. Scott, um, that, that's been absolutely brilliant. Um, really enjoyed this conversation. I do hope you'll come back on at some point, but, uh, on behalf of the Scottish Farm Advisory Service, thanks very much for your time. Oh, it's been a pleasure and, uh, sorry for dragging it a little bit longer than scheduled, but, uh, yeah, if you'll have me back, I'd, I'd love to have a, another natter again. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Thrill the Hill. If you've enjoyed listening, please like, subscribe and follow this podcast. Leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. And if you'd like to get in touch, you can find all our details at the bottom of our show notes below. The Farm Advisory Service Podcast. Audio advice on livestock crops and soils, environment, rural business and more. Brought to you in association with the Scottish Government.